Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for Thursday. What is it, June 24th in the year of our Lord, 2021 already? Wow, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Indeed, there's a lot to talk about, very little time. Let's get right to it. First off, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, our websites for incredible on-demand and live talk radio free but we would love your donations every penny will help us tell the tale in the media and as we travel everywhere we go that is the tale of the sacred cause of liberty welcome to it all right a quick recap of yesterday's broadcast starts now we had our guest on for two hours her name is verstein henry she's a writer teacher she's an expiring or an aspiring polyglot you say what the heck is that What is a polyglot, you ask? It's a person having a speaking, writing, or reading knowledge of several languages. So there you go. Anyway, uh, Verstein uh, is also a podcaster. She does a podcast called truthertalk.com. You know, we're talking about going to the uh, Freedom Fest event coming up July 20th through the 25th. Um, And uh, freedomfest.com is where you can learn more about that. And uh, anyway, so there's a list of uh, event planners and speakers and attendees in the media and all this kind of stuff. And uh, on that list, you know, you could interview or be interviewed. I'm doing both, obviously. Uh, and anyway, so Verstein found me on there and thought, you know what? That's a like-minded individual I'd like to talk to. So she reached out. I was on her podcast, truthertalk.com, as in you're a truther. Uh, and uh, then she uh, came on our show yesterday. So there you have that. A very nice lady doing a great job. We talked about her journey. Sam helps listeners understand and join Verstein on her journey to enlightenment. Anyway, I think she does a great job. Very nice lady. Grateful to uh, meet her acquaintance. And, um, you know, we'll meet her in person at the uh, Freedom Fest event. And speaking of the Freedom Fest event, man, we got a lot going on for that, too. Uh, I will be um, involved in a, in a general panel. And the general panel is pretty interesting, the title of it, um, because it's, it's, it's a very difficult topic people are really asking about these days. Um, here's the headline. Busted. Is criminal justice permanently broken? That is a breakout um, session that I will be on. Uh, myself and the good Sheriff Richard Mack will both be on that panel discussing that very topic. Um busted is criminal justice criminal or permanently broken and i say that it is um i think that it is permanently broken 
Now, you say, what does that mean, Sam? Is it fixable? Yes. Well, how on earth, Sam, do you say it's permanently broken, but it's fixable? Well, it's permanently broken if we don't do certain things. With the status quo, it's permanently broken. However, there are changes that we can make that can change that permanent broken status into not permanent anymore. But the only question is, will we make those changes? Not if. Will we? Uh, Because if is a big thing. If you make those changes, all these cool things will happen. But if you don't, they won't. That's right. That's right. But you know what? Will we make those changes? I don't know. I have my doubts. Anyway, I digress, except to say that Richard Mack and I will be on a panel, a general panel at the Freedom Fest session talking about that very topic. So be ready for that. Would love to see you in South Dakota, uh, in Rapid City. We will be having the event, and we will be there. I'll be broadcasting live the whole time. We'll be on that general panel. We also have Richard Mack uh, on a presentation about his whole court case, the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered in American history. In modern times, it was delivered even, surprisingly enough. He'll be giving that presentation. Then we'll have a four-sheriff breakout panel led by constitutional attorney Michael Parutka. He'll be doing a phenomenal job. TheAmericanView.com, his website. And uh, in addition to that, Friday night, well, our, our, the um, let me say this over, the two main uh, breakout sessions that I told you were on Friday as well, that's Richard Mack speaking in the four sheriffs. And then later that night, we will have an incredible catered dinner. If you go to cspoa.org or lovingliberty.net, there's a link there. You can sign up for that dinner and join us. We'll have sheriffs speaking, Loving Liberty ladies speaking, all advocating for the sacred cause of liberty. Right? Critical to understand and to know and to be part of. Would love to see you at that dinner. If you're going to Freedom Fest, you got to join us for that dinner as well. All right. Anyway, second hour of the broadcast. I got all derailed here. Second hour of the broadcast, we had first time. Henry with us still. And we talked about the White House now expects to miss its goal on vaccinations. That's the New York Times. That's really what woke up up Verstein, or Verstein, I'm sorry, is learning about the vaccination scandal and how, uh, you know what, vaccines actually hurt and harm people, uh, kill people, but they tell you they're safe and effective. That lie is what woke her up, along with her co-host, April. So we appreciate both them and We look forward to their uh, friendship, and uh, we'll see them at the Freedom Fest, and you can meet them too, hopefully, right? Verstein also said she's going to give me one of her shirts because I use the great trigger word, conspiracy realist. That's what I am, a conspiracy truther, a conspiracy realist. And uh, Verstein says, hey, we got shirts like that on our website. Truthertalk.com is where you can get, uh, if you want to buy a shirt there, that says conspiracy realist, then you can do that. So that's kind of cool. We also talked about Truth or Talk, episode 12, what do men and women want? That can get very, uh, you know, salacious quickly uh, if you let it. Or you can simply say, you know what? Men and women want to be together, with rare exception. And men and women uh, want God-ordained relationships. And men and women want to be left alone to raise their families as they think best under the laws of heaven and under self-governing principles, they don't want government involved in every aspect of their lives. And men want women, and women want men, just the way the good Lord intended. Yeah, in every way possible. They want to be friends, they want to be lovers, they want to, right? So let's do it within the bounds the Lord has set. And let's call it that, huh? Wow, imagine that for a simple, direct, clear guidance on what men and women want, huh? 
Weil never joined the cult of Candace Owens. Verstein Henry wrote that piece. Uh, Kanye West was a Candace Owens supporter, and then he wasn't. What happened? Well, Candace has a very interesting history if you study her. She was a liberal and then instantly a black conservative. Is it genuine? Don't know. I know many people have tried to reach out to her, including me, to try to get an interview and discuss things, and she's not interested. The other interesting thing about her is that Kanye West, she claimed that he designed some of her uh, shirts and things like that. He said, no, I didn't. So either he or she lied. Don't know. Candace Owens and Joe Rogan argued over climate change. See, are those fake arguments between some of these big personalities really a true argument? How do they entertain one another? If I try to get a hold of one of those guys, none of them will debate anything with me. But what they usually do is they get paired up to promote their careers. Glenn Beck and Alex Jones is a great example, right? Um, now Candace Owens and Joe Rogan, great example to advance both their careers on the argument, on the fight. Um, you know, T. Swift, Taylor Swift, and, uh, you know, others. Now, oh, they're great friends now. It's all behind them, right? Whatever. We also uh, know that in a House Judiciary Committee meeting, Candace Owens and Representative Ted Lieu, Democratic California, kind of had a heated exchange. See? Why is Candace Owens even in the Judiciary Committee in the first place? And did they really have a heated exchange, or was it political theater to advance both careers, huh? I don't know, and I'm not here to attack Candace Owens. But when Candace Owens put it, say, doxing database out there and starts doxing people, that's very concerning. I know a lot of people want to dox people and say that's the answer to have them shape up. But it puts people in harm's way, folks. I don't think doxing is a good idea. You say, yeah, but these people are elites. I understand. I also understand that they're elites because we've allowed that to happen. Over the last many years, most Americans are not engaged in the process, and therefore, hey, the process is running off the rails. The Founding Fathers said you have a republic if you can keep it, right? So, you know what? Let's not get too hasty and blame the system or circumstances. Let's blame ourselves and our you know, fellow Americans for not being involved enough. The Trump family loves Candace Owens, by the way. So there you have it. Is Candace who we believe her to be? Is she really the conservative black leader that we think she is? Or is there something else going on? And her rise to fame is unprecedented and unparalleled. Uh, and so there you have that. Very concerning indeed. Um, you know what? I don't look at people. And I'm not here to attack people. What I look at is actions. And when you do something right, I'm going to praise you and promote you. When you do something wrong, I'm going to say why it's wrong and criticize the wrong and point out what ought to be right. Instead of doxing people, let's elect those people who we want to serve us. And let's have those people who we don't want to serve us be turned out of office peacefully and politely. But you've got to go. You're not doing a job. You're not keeping your oath uh, like you promised us you would. Therefore, we will find somebody who will. Oh, well, Sam, there's election fraud. We can't get that done. I've already proposed solutions to the election fraud that nobody's listening to either. Every precinct demand accountability. Quick pause. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rust of RustCoinandGift.com with us now over the past 50 years. Rust Coins has been working to help Americans understand precious metals, educate about what coins to buy, what not to buy, when to buy, how to buy, always to take possession of your metals. RustQuinnandGift.com. Brian, welcome back, sir. Hey, thank you much, Sam. Glad to be with you. You're very welcome indeed. Um, I guess let's just start out with this. Let's do the gold and silver uh, honest money update. Where's gold sitting? Uh, 1785.50. Not much change. 1785.50. Okay, and where's silver sitting? Uh, silver's 26.14. 2614. All right, good. Gold 178550. Silver 2614, ladies and gentlemen. Uh so that's the spot price, but understand that it still takes what 40 bucks to get a silver eagle silver dollar, sir? Yeah, yeah, right around that $40 range. Yep, physical still holding strong. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. When he says physical still holding strong, what he's talking about is taking possession of your metals. One of the key things Brian teaches, really wise advice, as opposed to paper plays, which really don't amount to much. They play games, uh, but the truth is honest money requires possession of currency because then you know, hey, we're not doing any fractionalized games or any futures tradings. We're doing reality check with money in your hand, real constitutional currency, gold and silver. To learn more, RustCoinandGift.com. So, Brian, in addition to that, where are we sitting on rhodium? Is Kurt getting rich or getting broke today? 
Uh, Rhodium's at 18,900, so it's down a little. Wow, it's down actually quite a bit from kind of the high we were talking about at one point, right? Yeah, yeah, we're down, uh, what, well, even last week, we're probably down about 4,000 from last week, so. Yeah, yeah and I mean, at its high, I think at one point we said it was like close to 28 grand, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, Kirk's kind yeah, of, I, uh, I, you know. Going broke. That, that would be that would still be you know obviously supply there's there's a minimal supply of that material so it would it would still I doubt you could probably buy anything around that eighteen. So in other words, your point is the spread's probably even bigger there because possession again uh, versus the paper play markets are a big deal difference, ladies and gentlemen. And so even though that, you know, you'd have to buy an ounce of that stuff or get a real beat on delivery of an ounce of that to really know what the real numbers are. That's your point, right? Correct. Yep, that's All exactly right. right. Well, Kurt, if you want to go ahead and sell an ounce or two, you can get on the radio and kind of update us there, buddy. So let us, <laughs> <laughs> let right. us know on that. I got a headline from somebody that i got to bounce off you, Brian, because I really want your take on this one. We've only got a short time with Brian. He's going to be leaving at 30 after today because he's got some uh, other things to take care of, but I'm grateful that he took a minute to jump on the radio with us. Here's the headline. China's plot to kill the dollar and your retirement savings. Now, it's an interesting headline to say the least, but, Brian, my problem with this is several fold. I'll get to that in a minute, but what's your take on the headline without my um, thoughts first. Well, I, I think you know, you know, those outside the U.S. are trying to, you know, do away with the dollar. They don't want to trade anymore in the petrodollar. You know, they want to, they want to have, you know, their day in the, in the spotlight. And that's what China's been trying to establish anyway, is trying to back uh, the yuan by by uh, metal. And so they put away uh, a lot of metal. And and as a result of your retirement money, it would be them to re you to rely on them to take care of you. Basically, that would be the I imagine the plan there. I find it very interesting, Brian, because the headline says China's plot to kill the dollar and your retirement savings. But is it really China's plot or is it really the American government's deep swamp plot? And the reason that I bring this up is because we always want to blame all oh, the Chinese released the bioweapon, the, you know, COVID and everybody's in danger. I get that they probably did. But was it really China? Uh, because on one hand, you know, the Chinese people didn't do that. Neither did the American people. But leaders in governments, leaders in the scientific community, big bankers, who knows who, in the, quote, global deep swamp, they're the ones that probably released it, and they probably did it intentionally. They're the ones that were funding and working towards gain-of-function research, then lying about that they did that, and the, you know, okay, they got caught. Um, but they're the ones and so, you know, is it really China trying to destroy your currency, trying to destroy your retirement, uh, you know, trying to destroy the dollar? Or is it really this global cabal with Americans involved as much as anybody else? And that's an interesting twist that we need to help people really understand. It isn't about the Chinese against the Americans. And if your next door neighbor happens to be an Asian, they're the bad guy. That's a misnomer. It's the elite globalists, bankers, uh, industrial war machine. Uh, the military-industrial complex, it's these kind of people that want control and these kind of people that are destroying our dollar and our currency. I'm more fearful of Congress uh, than I am the Chinese government, for instance, uh, because of the power they wield in America, and they're pointing the turret at patriots like you and I. But your quick thoughts on that, Brian. 
Yeah, you're right on, uh, Sam. I think evil is evil, and and those at the the elitists that are kind of following that same pattern, I think, are in bed with China and and uh, others throughout the world uh, to destroy any kind of freedoms that uh, that they they don't have maybe a hand or or uh, control of. So I I think taking down America would be a huge uh, feather in their cap uh, to to destroy you know the freedoms that we that we would enjoy. So yeah, I agree. There's, there's right here in our own, what, what, uh, what was, there was a phrase right here on, in, uh, Kansas city or whatever the phrase, but yeah, right here amongst us is the, the evils as well. You're right on. Now listen to this interesting phrase that goes along with this story that you'll find fascinating, Brian, most prominent financial analysts are convinced that China will continuously purchase and stockpile gold in an effort to manipulate their currency and ultimately weaken the dollar. Now, why would we be afraid of people using gold and silver? That's what we ought to be using, buddy. Right. Yeah, honest, honest money. It it backs. I mean, it. You know, there's there's power in the in the sense of okay, well, we have our our currency is backed. I mean, most most countries look at. The dollar, they don't want to trade in the dollar because there's no strength in the dollar. And and it's it's and there's a controlling factor there that they regulate and so on as far as trade and everything else. Yeah, but he who has the gold makes the rules, really. I mean, and that's kind of what, you know, history said. And, uh, yeah, it's got a lot they of They say China's no about gold. It. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. Yeah, the, just there's, there's strength in holding gold, and, that, and they've been putting away gold. Uh, trying to, you know, get that strength. Yeah, now here's how these analysts lie. China's gold stockpiling directly attacks the U.S. dollar and stock market. Currency manipulation from China kills U.S. manufacturing. Now, not if we have the dollar at our core, like the Constitution calls for gold and silver to be our dollar, then it wouldn't affect us at all. The problem that it affects us all is China has more gold and silver backing their currency than we do. And that is yeah. the big lie. China is going to ruin our dollar because they're investing in gold and silver at an alarming rate, knowing full well where to go for stability. And we pretend that they're the problem and that them moving to gold and silver threatens us. Have they lost their cotton picking minds? Wait, can there I say you, cotton picking, or is that a racist statement there? <laughs> no, I didn't. My, white, ans- right. my white ancestors picked cotton for crying out loud, so just so you know. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's awesome. But, yeah, yeah so that, that's look- exactly right. You're go right. ahead. Well, uh, you're, you're just you're right on. I mean, uh, you know, that, that structure putting in place basically gives them the, the, the I, I guess, maybe a controlling interest worldwide. You know, for for other countries to fall in line with their agenda to say, okay, well, at least you have structure in your currency and and uh, strength, and we want to we want to join in with you, and that's kind of I think their plan is to uh, to get that power and and collapse the dollar, and and then we kind of you know we owe China a lot of money as well, so I mean I think they're buying up land as well in the U.S., so it's uh, a lot of land. So yeah, and they are at an alarming rate. Literally, uh, our debt um, holders are carving up the country, by the way. And based on regions yeah. of the United States, there's even a map that plots this out of 
who will basically invest in and eventually kind of own certain regions of the country. It's scary, to say uh, the least, when you look at that. All right, I know we got to fly here, Brian, but I'm calling that headline that I just told you about, China's plot to kill the dollar they're investing in gold and that threatens us all. That's I got fake news, Colin, at the start of that headline. By the way, just really quick, Richard Mack and Sam Bushman are going to be in an event at Freedom Fest. We're going to be on a general panel. Busted. Is criminal justice permanently broken? Uh, so we'll keep you abreast of that as well, Brian. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Great job, Sam. See ya. Brian Rust, RustQuinningGift.com. you got a friend in the honest money business. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Vice President Kamala Harris will visit the United States-Mexico border while in El Paso, Texas on Friday. Harris, who President Biden put in charge of solving the self-induced crisis at the southern border, has faced accusations of ignoring the crisis. The White House on Wednesday replaced the regulator who oversees mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Hours after a Supreme Court ruling enabled President Biden to fire President Trump's appointee. The removal of libertarian economist Mark Calabria as Federal Housing Finance Agency Director gives Biden more control over the industry. A historic and potentially deadly heat wave is focused on the Pacific Northwest this weekend into early next week with record temperatures in cities like Portland, Oregon and Spokane, Washington. Parents looking for child care options will see much higher prices. Child care costs have been growing twice as fast as inflation, according to the Center for American Progress. USA Radio News. If you're tired of the old cable news, you now have a choice. It's Newsmax TV. More than 40 million Americans are tuning in, making Newsmax the fastest-growing cable news channel in America. Every minute, every day, Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust with top analysts, hosts, and guests like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Dick Morris, Nancy Brinker, Mike Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, and so many more. It's easy to watch. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems or Get Newsmax free on streaming platforms like Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs like Samsung Plus and LG. Remember, Newsmax is different than most cable news networks. You can get it for free on your smartphone. So download the Newsmax app and start watching right now. Join the Newsmax revolution and get us everywhere. Online at Newsmax.com, on your cable channel, your smart TV, and your smartphone. Because when news breaks, you need a trusted source. It's Newsmax. As police data debunks President Biden's push for gun control, one lawmaker says we have a criminal problem. Dan Naraki explains. Amid a rise in gun violence across the country, President Biden announced a series of measures Wednesday aimed at curtailing the flow of firearms to criminals. The ATF will crack down on gun dealers who break federal laws, and COVID relief funds will be made available to municipalities to help them hire more police officers. But critics say the president's focus on guns won't address the crime issue. Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio tells Fox News that any policy should focus on the criminal first. Well, guns are the instrumentality that's being used, but the real target should be the criminals. It's the criminals who are stealing guns and then they're selling them in the street to one another and then they're committing these acts of violence. I mean, what we have seen all over the country just in the last few months are really are things out of a Hollywood movie, except it's real and it's tragic. I mean, shootouts on highways. And I think it is the inevitable consequence of when you take crazy, nonsensical ideas and then get elected on them and then try to implement them into policy. USA Radio News. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the slight delay there. We're doing the very best we can. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, just so you guys know, and I don't mean to, you know, tell you too many personal details about my life, but I do want you to know who I am and what I stand for and what I do. At the bottom of the hour during the news break, it's three minutes of a break, and I usually run and say a quick prayer with my family. Every day, every morning, we say a prayer together as a family. And so at the bottom of the hour, uh, Cameron says you're clear, which is the you know signal that you're off the air on the commercial break, and then I run and say a quick prayer with my family. Anyway, so I ran and said a quick prayer, <clears throat> Uh, and right after I was able to say the quick prayer, uh, I came back uh, and called Ammon Bundy and said, hey, you know what, do you have a minute to come on the radio? And based on his schedule, he can come on this second, uh, but he didn't have time at the 8 o'clock hour, which is what I was hoping for. So we're we're calling an audible, if you will, and we're changing really quick and get, grabbing Ammon Bundy right this second. As soon as uh, Cameron has him on the line, <clears throat> we'll go ahead and talk to Ammon Bundy uh, because I want to get an update <clears throat> on his running for, for governor. Because I think it's a tremendous event. I'm looking forward to it. I support Ammon a thousand percent, and will do all that I can <clears throat> to see Ammon successful in his bid for governor. Because it's so good that he's running for governor. Uh, I know his brother Ryan Bundy ran for governor in Nevada, and we supported that effort as well. You know, you run for office for two reasons: one, to get elected, obviously, but the other reason is for education, education, education. And what you do when you run for office, oftentimes, even if you don't win. If you can get on the debate stage and or if you can get um, some press releases out and, and get a little bit of media coverage, you can change the narrative. They'll be forced to talk about things they would normally not even have in the discussions if you didn't run for office. So it's really critical uh, to understand and to um, run for office for those reasons because you can really do a lot of education. You can really move campaigns to force politicians to promise things that they wouldn't normally promise. Neither one, hopefully even if you don't win, but another politician makes a promise, then you can hold them their feet to the fire on that promise. And if they carry it out, all the better. If they don't carry out, they get exposed as a fraud that they lied to the people and that they're not keeping campaign promises, uh, etc. So there's so much to this. It's just incredible. Ammon Bundy, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Oh, thanks for having me, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, sir. I'm so delighted that you decided to throw your hat in the ring for the governorship of Idaho. It's desperately needed, sir. Well, we hope to keep Idaho this idea of freedom that it should be. And uh, anyway, it's been a lot of fun. I can say that so far, so good. Now, you came out with a video uh, on your um, um, people's rights. Uh, distribution uh, platform uh, saying, hey, you know what? People's rights is about local chapters, neighbors helping neighbors. Uh, it's not left, right. It's not political parties. It's not candidate driven or any of those kind of things. It's, it's, it's a way for neighbors to communicate and work together and that you won't be using that platform for your governor uh, press releases or your governor bid press releases and, and efforts there. I think that's very, very wise, but you did point people to where they can learn more and get involved in, and become volunteers and or fund and support your campaign uh, in every way. So the point is uh, he's splitting the channels, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to really be true to uh, the whole nature of, of the effort. So uh, the platform, People's Rights, is exactly what he promised it would be. And his governorship is something that you can uh, learn about and get involved in, but you got to pay attention to the different channels, the intentional split, because it's honorable that way. Ammon? Yeah, I mean, people's rights is not 
meant to be a, a political um, lobbyist or, you know, even a Tea Party type movement. Uh, People's Rights is designed to unite people together, uh, neighbors locally, so that they can uh, know who each other are, communicate with each other efficiently, and unite with each other uh, in defense of their rights. And we said a long time ago that, that that it was not supposed to be for political purposes in that sense. And so I was uh, not going to be a hypocrite and use that to, to my for my own campaign. And so I wanted to define that and just ask everybody to go to votebundy.com, sign up if they want to know what's going on and get updates from our campaign and participate. That way people's rights can fulfill its purpose and... Um, and I'll and I'll do the best I can at campaigning here in Idaho. All right, where can people learn more about your uh, bid for governor? Where do we keep an eye on that? Get on the list. Stay uh, abreast of what's happening. VoteBundy.com, and then if it's the first time you're on there, it should pop up and ask you if you want to get updates or be a volunteer. You can sign up there. It's very simple, and then. We'll reach out to you and keep you updated and send you emails and send you uh, information so that you you're the, uh, you have the most updated uh, information and communication from, from myself about the campaign, votebundy.com. Uh, and votebundy.com, ladies and gentlemen, there's no dashes or anything else. It's just one word, right? Correct. No dashes, just one word. And the, you know, it's a, there's a, a ton of videos that we've done on there explaining, uh, kind of the situation of Idaho and the, and the, the, the country as a whole. Um, there's some things that are specific out here in the West that we're dealing with. And we hope that Idaho, Idaho can be this example of, of a bastion of freedom, um, that we can preserve and protect our liberties here and be an example for the rest of the world and the rest of the states to follow. Um, so this this campaign is much more than just about Idaho. Um, and that's recognized by people in all, uh, all parts of the country and even parts of the world. All right, there's a, a supposedly a lot of conservatives uh, that are running uh, on this ticket as well. I find that very interesting. Usually you don't see uh, so many conservatives running, but there are differences between the candidates. That's important to really understand, too. If you're not careful and you don't look carefully, you kind of think, oh, well, they're all a bunch of good guys. Who cares? Um, it's not really so, is it, Ammon? Um, no, and, you know, I'm glad that we have uh, some good conservatives, but really Idaho is a one-party uh state, if you will, which is is worse than even a two-party state because I don't think there's been a Republican or a House or Senate that's ever been anything but Republican here in Idaho. And so um, what you have is you have even liberals running on the Republican ticket. Um, you have people that really don't uh, understand principles of freedom living on, are running on the, the ticket as well. And then you have good people that just want to want to make a difference but really don't know how running as well or don't have any experience or don't know how to fight. And so, yeah, everybody, uh, you know, anybody who's looking at this needs to look at it closely and ask themselves, what is the right 
principles uh, being espoused, uh, and will they hold up to them? And and can they do it? Uh, have they proven to 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 stand against uh, those who are attacking uh, liberty, freedom? And uh, so, yeah, all those questions have to be answered. Ammon Mundy announces he's running for governor of the state of Idaho. Now, a lot of people thought you were going to be running, and we heard kind of smatterings of that. But your official announcement was just days ago, right? Yeah, it was last Saturday. It was a lot of fun. We went to a park here in Meridian, had a little over 700 people. My dad came up with some uh, fresh ground beef, and we served uh, almost 700 uh, meals. And it was a lot of fun. And I announced, announced then, and it's been full blast ever since. All right. Now, what's interesting to me is the mainstream press is picking this up. And they're using, in my opinion, a lot of scare words. So they're forced to announce that you're running for governor because it's the truth and you filed and, and it's official and it's publicly known now. So they're, they're reporting it all over the place. But they're using, in my opinion, dishonest scare words. So they say leader of the armed whatever. Uh, you know, um, anti-government this, that, whatever. These are all scare words and dishonest media tactics, uh, in my opinion, to uh, dampen or whatever you want to say, stymie your start might be the term I would use, uh, for the governor bid on a fair, open playing field of discussion. They're misrepresenting who you are dishonestly, Ammon. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not surprised about that. And to be honest with you, the media has just, the, they've been completely biased, and, and, I, and I couldn't be more grateful, uh, you know, because what it does is it puts my name out there and it gives people a choice. And, you know, tens of thousands of people have looked into it and saw the truth. Their minds, ladies and gentlemen, they've just lost their minds knowing that Ammon Bundy's running for governor. Stay there, Ammon. Quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to discuss this in great detail and then what we can do to help in seconds. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How do you know your child loves you? When he calls and he says, uh, Dad, why don't we um, go fishing? Just very simple, but it, it really counts. They make a song up and they come into our bedroom and say, we made a song and will you listen to Our it? next illness daughter came to me with tears in her eyes and she said, Daddy, 
I just thank you for coming home every night when we were growing up. My son does the nicest things. When he's playing outside, he'll come in and just give me a hug and run right back outside. My daughter goes to the same high school that I'm the registrar at, and I'll go into my office after the bell has rung, and there's a note on my desk. And it'll usually say, Mom, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And I think of my boy that uh, we finally got him through graduation, and he came up to me and said, I made it. Thanks. Family. Isn't it about time? That's all I said. And that meant everything to me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, Sam Bushman, Ammon Bundy on your radio. Ammon's running for governor of the great state of Idaho, ladies and gentlemen. And on his website, votebundy.com, that's where you can learn to volunteer and help and get a handle on what Ammon's actually doing. Ammon starts out and says, hey, I'm not going to give you all kinds of platitudes about I'll do this and that for education and da-da-da-da-da. I'm not going to show you pictures of me reading books to children and uh, play those games. I'm just telling you that Idaho's corrupt as all get out. Government's corrupt at all levels, and we've got to stop corruption in government we've got to stop government being above the people and we've got to obey the supreme law of the land the constitution and i want to bring a fresh face to the discussion and i want to run for governor to restore the republic and the traditions of our founding fathers so ammon did announce last weekend that he's running for governor of idaho and uh he says this on his website and this is what we'll talk about right now please download my keep idaho idaho plan here on my website so you can see exactly how we're going to go about this. Ammon, take it away, sir. Yeah, so, you know, we, we have a, a plan. This plan's been, uh, uh, we've been working on it for, I don't know, over five years. And uh, it's very simple um, in many aspects. Uh, we've got our work cut out uh, getting it implemented. But it frees the people up to prosper. It frees them up to um, do the things that they need to do, and um, and we're uh, extremely excited about it. Uh, we are uh, proposing that we eliminate property tax, uh, eliminate personal income taxes, and replace that with a consumption tax. Um, but more importantly, minimize the size of government and the waste of government so we don't even have to take uh, and have the burden of the tax burden that really we shouldn't have. Um, we're also going to implement uh, restitution and restoration laws. Um, our justice system is completely broken. I've seen it from both sides, seen it from the outside, and I've seen it from the inside. And I know how uh, unjust and how uh, damaging uh, it can it is and can be upon uh, just good people uh, that are falsely accused. But not only that, the whole system itself is just completely corrupt and broken. Yes, it and is. Are you, you familiar with have, the, are you familiar with Freedom Fest, um, Ammon? I am. I actually spoke one time there. Um, okay. It was a while ago. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is Freedom Fest is going to be in South Dakota in Rapid City of the 20th through the 25th of July this year. Uh, myself and Richard Mack and Kathy Smith and many of us are going. I'll be broadcasting live from there. But they've added myself and Richard Mack to a general panel that will be speaking out about this, and it's going to be a panel. The title of the panel, Ammon, is called this. Busted. Is criminal justice permanently broken? 
So (laughs) we'll be able to provide an earful on that one as we go forward. I just thought you should know about that, speaking of that point you made. That's great. That's great. Well, and and it it is. Uh, We've become a system of incarceration, uh, and and there is no um, rehabilitation in that process. So we've become a system of incarceration, uh, and we've turned away from a system of restitution. And we have to turn back to that uh, or – it will eat us alive and be the tool that is used against us to destroy our liberties, uh, and, and it has been. And so it's just part of what you have to do if you're going to restore uh, and bring liberty to, to a, a people and, uh, and have a vibrant uh, uh, economy where people are free to live and to, and to um, enjoy life, but then also to continue to suppress uh, crime and protect rights. Uh, it needs to be a restitution-based system, not an incarceration-based system. And then, of course... Amen to that. Uh, and when we talk yeah. about restitution, really quick, all the scare words being used against Ammon. Remember this about Ammon Bundy. He was guilty of nothing, and the government abused him, and he is in jail for two years and guilty of nothing. We need to make sure that's really highlighted, because the mainstream press wants everyone to believe that somehow Ammon is tarnished. Not according to the grand jury. Yeah. Not according to the judge in the case, not according to the whistleblowers, not according to the truth, right? But yet they continue that dishonest narrative. Uh, and what they really ought to be talking about is your plan to keep Idaho, Idaho. Yeah, and when, when you go after the establishment because of their corruption and their lies, and when you expose them over and over again, uh, of course they're going to come after you. I mean, I've been extremely critical uh, of, I mean, to the point where I have actually, you know, exposed them physically. Uh, and, and they, you know, to be honest with you, they hate me for it. And they will continue to attack me, and I will continue to expose them, and there will continue to be this battle that's going on because that, that's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. So don't fall for, you know, their, their media lies, which is in control of the, the establishment, don't fall for it when they use the force of law, which they have control of, to arrest and to try to uh, prosecute or, or, in other words, persecute. Uh, you know, of course, these are the tools that they're going to use. And for the people to somehow think that those tools are legitimate or that they're speaking the truth, uh, you know, that, it, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I have been heavily targeted by the establishment because I continue to expose them, and that's going to con- continue to happen. So, um, you know, that that's just the reality of it, and I just hope people can just think just a little bit about it before they go draw a conclusion that that the establishment and the, these uh, swamp rats want you to believe. Very important stuff, ladies and gentlemen, and it's all about, you know, masks. It's all about forced vaccinations. It's all about taxes. It's all about all these things where they literally create these secret combinations above the people. We don't seek for power, Ammon. We seek to pull it down. Yeah, and that's what we will do. We'll pull this power down, and uh, um, we have to. Uh, You know, we have to pull it down. If we don't, then they will be completely above us to the point where, uh, whatever they say um, will have to go. And, and you think people think, oh, that we're far from that. 
Well, let me let me give you an example. I communicate with people, and I'm talking about directly as of even to, even yesterday. I spoke or the day before yesterday. Excuse me. Uh, I I spoke to a gentleman who's in the people's rights up in Canada, and they just barely got out of a four-month lockdown up there, uh, where they can't even go outside without permission and and uh, and approved uh, purposes from the government. Um, I spoke with a gentleman. I text back and forth that he uh, from Australia, and he's been arrested like four times for just simply walking around outside. This is a reality, and what they're trying to push globally um, is something that we should be absolutely terrified of in the sense that we uh, allow the faith that we have in us to say absolutely not, not here, not in the United States of America, certainly not in in the West, and I know for sure not in Idaho. I will not live under that. I will not live under that. And so I have a choice. I get involved. I get involved at the level where I can uh, actually uh, stop that, um, or I just keep making the stands I've been making over the last, you know, seven years, and uh, which, which in some cases have been effective. Uh, uh, and so, but either way, I'm not going to live under that, and neither should anybody else be willing to. There's incredible videos on VoteBundy.com, ladies and gentlemen in my opinion, videos that are really helpful for you to understand. These videos, one of them is called Three Lies That the Media Tells About Ammon Bundy. The other one is Five Reasons to Support Ammon Bundy for Governor. And I uh, am going to publicly endorse uh, Ammon Bundy for Governor of the state of Idaho. Now, um, one, anti or Ammon is an anti-government militant who led an armed takeover. He wasn't even armed, ladies and gentlemen, the whole time. Ammon hates police officers. Ammon has never held any leadership positions. Ammon, do you want to respond? Well, the videos do a really good job at explaining in detail, well, you know, and they're, 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 I think, easy to watch and so forth. Um, and they just lay out how these, these accusations are actually almost comical. Uh, it's like a, a desperate uh, attempt to try to get people to, not support uh, based upon uh, absolute misinformation, uh, mischaracterization. But, again, we expect that, right? That's what they do. Um, when, you, when you're fighting people that have no morals, then they can say whatever they want, and uh, there's no, you know, there's no uh, immediate consequences to them, and uh, they don't have a conscience. So they can just say whatever they want. Anyway, go there uh, because... You know, like when we're talking about uh, government. Well, I'm, you know, uh, I'm against corruption. I'm against um, cronyism. I'm against uh, people taking the force of law and using it incorrectly. Uh, but what I am uh, for is is uh, a government of the people, for the people, and by the people. Uh, that's designed as the Declaration of Independence uh, outlines. Uh, instituted among men uh, for the protection of their endowed rights. And uh, that's what it's for. That's, that's what government is for. Uh, police officers, the same thing. I have, I have been uh, seen both ways. I've seen officers that uh, have done so much good and helped their community and, uh, and 
uh, enforce the the Constitution in the states. And then on the other hand, I have seen a tremendous amount of abuse. And uh, in fact, it, to the point where it saddens me because I know those people that did that, those officers, even though they might say, uh, even though they might say, well, we were just told to do it, I know that they will be held accountable uh, to God. And uh, so, but that doesn't mean I hate all police officers. And there's like this weird dichotomy that where uh, people think you either have to love all officers and everything they do uh, everywhere, or you hate them. And that's just, that's just not the way it is. And the truth is, let's stand on principle and let's applaud them when they obey the law and when they do what's right, when they're based on principle and morality. And let's uh, jettison their wrongs and hold them accountable uh, when they're wrong. And let's do it consistently across the board. We don't care who it is. And that's the way all Americans uh, ought to be, really, ladies and gentlemen. Also, I want to mention people's rights. Um, this is really important. Uniting neighbors to defend their families, faith, freedom, and future peoplesrights.org is a really great place. I went to a people's rights meeting last night, by the way, and we talked about the corruption in the courts and what the solutions are. Uh, and believe it or not, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is one solution. There are many others. Backing Ammon Bundy for governor uh, is another. There's a lot of things people can do. And peoplesrights.org is a place to work together on those very things. Ammon, final words yours. Yeah, peoplesrights.org, um, it's, it's a tool to unite people. It's something that we must do no matter what happens uh, or who gets in office. And so support me. Go to votebundy.com. Uh, if you're out of the state, give me a donation. Uh, spread the word. Do all that you can. So thank you. Ammon, my friend, God bless you and Godspeed. I'll give you a formal written endorsement, and we'll have you back on soon, my friend. God bless you. Bless you, too. Thank you, Sam. There he goes, Hammond Bundy. i got to let him fly because he's got a meeting to go to, but he eked out a little bit of time to catch us all up, and we're grateful for that. We'll keep an eye on that ball for sure. Peoplesrights.org, votebundy.com. I am Sam Bushman, and we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. <clears throat> Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt continues. Kicks off now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 24th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. It is indeed news that I refuse to use six days a week, two hours a day on the Sabbath. We rest, as the good Lord asked us to do, and my fellow Americans, there's so much to cover in the news. Wow. Quick recap. Last hour, we had Brian Rust on RustClinicGift.com, Honest Money update then we talk about busted is criminal justice permanently broken yes it is freedomfest.com 
We talked about fake news. China, they say, has a plot to kill the dollar. They're investing in gold and silver, and the Americans are mad about it, saying it's going to ruin our economy. Wait a minute. Weren't we supposed to be the constitutional supreme law of the land, gold and silver, honest money country? Well, now China's got more gold and silver than we got, and we're kind of mad about it because it's going to ruin our dollar. Have these crazy, whacked-out, fake money fiat folks? Uh, Wow. Are we going to call a halt to their con game? Anyway, it's fake news to the core. We talked with our guest, Ammon Bundy. Ammon announced last weekend that he's running for the governorship of Idaho. Just imagine if we got Ammon Bundy to be the governor. Wouldn't that be incredible? VoteBundy.com is where you can learn more about that. Get involved, donate, check out their incredible videos, and etc. We also talked about, Ammon says this, please download my Keep Idaho, Idaho plan here on my website so that you can see exactly how you and I can ensure that Idaho becomes a bastion of liberty and prosperity for generations to come. Amen to that. Uniting neighbors to defend their families' faith and freedom and future. Peoplesrights.org for that organization. It's a platform Ammon Bundy started to help neighbors work together, like-minded people to come together uh, and solve problems as local as it gets. Your neighborhood. Call it the Incredible Patriots Neighborhood Watch, if you will. I'm a member. Highly recommend you become a member as well. It's free. Peoplesrights.org. We also talked with Ahmed Bundy about the criminal justice system is broken. Uh, And we talked about two videos on his website that you ought to watch. One, three lies the media has told you about Ammon Bundy. That's one of them. The second one is top five reasons to support Ammon Bundy. And I'm going to give Ammon Bundy a personal endorsement. Uh, i got to work on that. Let me make a note so I don't forget to do it as well. Hold on here. Let me just write this down here. Send Ammon endorsement. All right, I got a note. Send Ammon an endorsement is what I wrote down. All right, got that done. I'm just all by myself. Been a one-man band, writing the notes, uh, taking the notes on the show, talking, writing down my notes to follow up and do what I promised to do on air, etc. That's how we roll on your radio. But that was hour one of Liberty Roundtable Live just a few minutes ago. Give us a little bit of time right after the show. It'll be up, archived, available for your listening pleasure 24-7. People always say to me, Sam, how can we listen to you? LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. On Loving Liberty, you could download their phone apps, Android and iPhone, and listen to your heart's content live and on demand. You can also do so from those websites. You can listen anytime. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got so much to talk about, man. It's crazy town. Looks like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in the news. Uh, and here's the interesting headline. Rises. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis rises as he promises that he's only begun to fight. Put on the full armor of God, he says. Well, amen to that. Uh, you know, I don't know Ron personally, uh, and I hear a lot about these patriots that you, you know that are in key positions. And they do some good, and I commend them for the good that they do. I'm not an attack everybody guy. Uh, you know what, I want to commend the good that they do, and I want to reject the bad that they do. And Christy Nome is another. Ron DeSantis, Christy Nome, two governors. And you know what? Are they good people? I don't know. I hear that they're great people, and I see some good signs from them. But I don't see them, in my opinion, standing up as I personally would. 
And then when I hear rumblings from the Patriot community, don't trust either of these people because they're not for real. I don't know. So here's what I do since I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I can't read the heart of everyone. I don't know about Donald Trump's heart. I don't know about Christy Noem's heart. I don't know about Ron DeSantis' heart because I don't know these people individually well enough to really know. I haven't sat beside them. I haven't worked with them with a lot of money at stake and things like that. So I don't really know where their hearts are and what they've done to get where they are, etc. I don't know. But here's what I do know. By their fruits shall ye know them. I do know that. And what I will say about that is that it's easy to see. When somebody does something right, good, and honorable, and moral, we should embrace it and support it no matter who it comes from. We should make popular that which is good and unpopular that which is not good, evil, wrong. Uh, And we should do it based on principles, not based on people. Because people might have great intentions, but they might do something wrong. It's not a reason to attack them. It's not a time to be against them. It's not a time to cause problems. It is a time, though, to say, look, this is right. I love it. And here's why. Or this is wrong. I don't agree with it. I'm against it. And here's why. All right? So when Ron DeSantis says he wants to put on the whole armor of God, I pray that he really means it. I pray that it's true, right? I mean, I, I would love nothing more than for Ron DeSantis and all kinds of government leaders put on the full armor of God to pray, to back and support the Constitution. I hope I can, uh, what I hope I can get into a, um, I'm trying to think what I should call it, um, a conversation with or have a meeting with Ron DeSantis. I'd like to talk to him about our constitutional peace officers associated association the cspoa.org i'd like to talk to him about that and what we're doing to restore the republic one county at a time sheriff by sheriff and i would like to work on it state by state at a time as well and meeting with governor ron DeSantis and meeting with governor christy gnome to see if they'll sign our cspoa resolution found at cspoa.org see if they'll take our open letter written by a constitutional attorney for sheriffs to explain what they're doing and why could be slightly modified for governors that they could use explaining to their constituents what they're doing and why as well. Um, So, you know, hopefully we can get a meeting with Ron DeSantis. Can anybody help us get that set up? Any of you listeners? How about Christy Nome? Can we meet with her and sit down and talk about it? We want to try to do that in every state of the union and discuss not only with current sitting governors, but with candidates for governors, uh, governorships, etc. You know, will you back this effort? Will you sign this agenda? Will you participate in what we're doing? Time will tell if they will or won't, but we will keep an eye on the ball, and we will absolutely work on it. And so I appreciate that Ron DeSantis is speaking out this way, and I hope it's as genuine as we, uh, as we see it on the surface. I hope in his heart, in his mind, in his soul, he really wants to put on the full armor of God and double down in the sacred cause of liberty and lead by example. And I hope he has. He's promises he's only begun to fight. I hope that's true, and I hope we can help him do just that. I hope we can help Christy Nome, and I hope we can help these people. And if they're not genuine, if they're not honest and transparent, I hope we can expose that for what it is. But if they are, I hope we can back them. We should pray for them. But remember, if somebody makes a mistake and or if somebody's not perfect and doesn't understand or know about something, that doesn't mean they're a bad guy. We need to remember that also, okay? Because there's a lot of differences of opinion on things. There's a lot of, you know what, uh, as you learn 
about patriotism and about the Constitution and about the founders and about the sacred cause of liberty. It's very complex. And it's very easy to appear to know things that you don't know and or know some things and not know others. All right? There's not a holistic educational opportunity on the supreme law of the land. And it's easy to have a lot of knowledge in certain areas and no knowledge in other areas. I see that a lot in President Trump. He, uh, you know what, had a lot of great things to say. Uh, But at the same time, there was a lot of gaps in his constitutional knowledge. And I'm not saying that to attack him. I'm saying that because every one of us, I think, to a great degree is that way. The longer we've been at the liberty uh, trough of education, the longer we've been at the liberty efforts, the greater our knowledge, the more holistic our knowledge. Uh, But we don't all learn at the same pace. We don't all learn the same truths in our lives. Sometimes our knowledge is, um, I want to know what to call it. Sometimes our knowledge is very um, haphazard. I don't mean mean that negatively. I mean that in the best sense I possibly can. So anyway, there you have that. Um, All I can tell you is it's something that we really need to understand and work on. Um, It's something that we've got to really focus on and be aware of. That you know what? People don't have all the same knowledge. What my goal is, is to look at their fruits. And I need to really decide how to know what to back and how to know what not to back. It's a very tough road to hope for everybody. Because it's not simple. It's not easy. Oftentimes, it's not very clear. And oftentimes you find yourself, in my opinion, in a very difficult situation where neither answer is a good one. Let's say that you become a governor of a state tomorrow, and you're in all kinds of foreign entanglements and all kinds of federal government entanglements. And How do you extract yourself from that? It's very difficult. And we, my fellow Americans, need to be absolutely cognizant of that and give people a little bit of grace. At the same time, we need to hold the line for the sacred cause of liberty. How do you achieve that balance, huh? Great questions. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. 
For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Gentlemen, all I'm telling you is there's a lot of hard-hitting news everywhere. <laughs> Cameron, check your email because I'll give you a second number for our guest, too. If that first doesn't work, I gave you a cell in the email as well. So there you have that. Uh, in the meantime, there's so much to cover, so little time to get it done. I'll tell you that. It's just crazy uh, live radio. So Ron DeSantis doing a great job. Uh, our prayers are with him. I hope it's real, right? Law enforcement faces recruitment difficulties as retirements soar and anti-police sentiment rises in the wake of mass protests and calls to defund the police. This is an Associated Press article. And I think it's a very scary sentiment article as well, if you will. Very scary, very concerning article, uh, in my opinion. Um, you know what? I understand why law enforcement is facing recruitment difficulties. They want you to believe it's because retirements are soaring. You know what? People are just retiring now because of the scandals and the problems. They're not retiring uh, as much because they really want to retire. They're just like, I'm getting out of harm's way. When we talk about anti-police sentiment, why do we have such an anti-police sentiment? Because you don't hear about the good stuff police do every day, all day long. You only hear about the bad because the media hyper-focuses on the negative and makes you believe that all the cops are bad guys. That's really a function of government and media out of control and painting a dishonest narrative. All right, the anti-police sentiment is bogus for the most part. Most people are grateful for the police and most pe police are good people are there bad apples yes do we got to get rid of them absolutely but they say in the wake of mass protests why do we have these mass protests we don't even have a god-given right to mass protest you say what sam it's the first amendment no it's not no it isn't don't lie to me i'm not judge judy come on now the truth is you have a right to peacefully assemble go consult your first amendment it isn't a right to protest have that protest border on violence and calls to defend the police ladies and gentlemen okay that's a, a, a again the media is promoting that agenda the reason cops are leaving is because no one defends the police and their rightful actions okay you don't have the you don't have uh, the right to just run away from cops you don't have a right to confront or fight the cops when you do and you get shot you know what i'm sad that you got shot but i'm not sad um that the police have to hold the line somewhere do i support violence of the cops no i don't is the criminal justice system broken yes it is but that doesn't mean we should throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't be stupid on this topic, folks. 
So law enforcement faces recruitment difficulties because the media and government has literally driven a wedge between the police and the American people. It's a shame, and it needs to stop. It needs to stop. Indeed, the next headline says members of Antifa and the Proud Boys clashed in a riot outside of Portland June 18th. Yeah, believe it or not, the entire Portland rapid response team resigned. They're so sick of the way they're being treated, and they're so sick of their their higher-ups tying their hands and saying, hey, stand down, stand down, stand down. They're like, there's criminal activity. Stand down, officer. Shut up. Go away. People are sick of it. The incident began, believe it or not, with a flag wave event attended by local community members. Then it got caught up with individuals associated with the Proud Boys, according to Coin 6 News. After the arrival of Antifa, this wave of violence kicked off between Antifa and the Proud Boys. A brawl broke out between Antifa and the Proud Boys. The Antifa called for comrades to go fight the flag rallying or flag waving rallying attendees. Police then declared a riot. Well, this is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Police declared a riot. Attendees were gathering for the flag waving when confronted by, and then they say, right-wing, left-wing protesters. After the two groups met, members of Antifa proceeded to burn the American flag. This flag burning then propelled the Proud Boys and Antifa into a violent conflict. See, I don't agree with that at all either. Participants in the violence used pepper gas, batons, flagpoles, and makeshift shields, according to the COIN. That's the news group. The brawl was halted upon the arrival of the cops. Now, this is a shame, shame, shame discussion, ladies and gentlemen, because remember back in the day when you had the Charlottesville scenario? And uh, Donald Trump said there's good guys and bad guys on both sides of this thing. The good guys were peaceful. They wanted to preserve their country. They had genuine beliefs, some to preserve our culture and our history by not wanting statues to be destroyed or taken down. Others saying, you know, we have this view and we want it to be recognized. There were peaceful people on both sides. But there were also bad people on both sides. And Donald Trump tried to point that truth out, and he got slaughtered for it. Ah, how dishonest is Donald? He's a racist. Whatever. But now the Associated Press, one of the, uh, I wouldn't say best news agencies in the world, but one of the premier or most, well, it's become a news clearinghouse, and so it's central to the news in the world and in America today, right? Anyway, the Associated Press documents that the Proud Boys and Antifa, two groups, brawled and went violent. Now, one's supposed to be left-wing and one's supposed to be right-wing, according to all accounts, virtually speaking, right? Well, if there's not bad guys and good guys on both sides, how was Donald wrong when now the Associated Press documents factually his point, which are there's bad guys in Antifa, there's bad guys in the Proud Boys, they go to violence, we reject violence as a whole. Donald was right when he said both sides are bad. And both sides are good. There was a lot of good, peaceful protesters there. People who wanted to peacefully assemble. 
on both sides of that discussion as well. But it got co-opted and perverted by the bad guys. So the, the media slaughtered President Trump and just ate him alive over this. But now we find out even the Associated Press admits what Donald Trump said all along. Aren't you mad and disappointed about that, folks? Law enforcement faces recruitment difficulties. Members of Antifa and the Proud Boys clash in a riot and commit violence on both sides, just as Trump said. Now entire Portland police rapid response team resigns. You want to know why? It's obvious why. Sadly, we've turned the, um, what do I want to call it? We've turned the view of the cops into a bad thing. Cops are bad. Cops are killing everybody. Cops hate blacks. Cops are racist. Cops want to just... I believe that there's bad problems in our justice system. The system is corrupt and a problem. The catch and release program is a serious problem. We catch criminals and release them on the streets literally same day most cases. Okay, that's broken. The justice system is broken. But we make you believe it's all the cops. That's a lie. There are bad cops and they need to be stopped. I agree. You can highlight examples and make that the hyper focus to deceive the people. But most police officers, most sheriffs, most deputies, most highway patrol, most of these guys are good people. And they're not on a bender. Now, they might be trained a little bit inappropriately, so they take a little bit harder action than they need to. Some of them might be on a little bit of a power trip with the training we give them. It's hard not to be. I'm not defending that. But I am acknowledging that. Do you understand the difference? I'm not defending that, but I am acknowledging that, right? So, But that doesn't mean that we should throw the police out and defund them all and hate on the cops. You're going to be way worse off in our society if we don't have police forces. Okay? And we need to train them to be constitutional, to keep their oaths of office. Right? to serve and defend and protect. Uh, And that happens with training and guidance and support. It doesn't happen with blaming the cops for everything. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you about this too. Remember how they told you that the Capitol riot was um, an insurrection by Donald and all of his followers? Right? Think about that. They said that. But now you've got the first punishment in what they call the Capitol riots for a misdemeanor And it involves no prison time. Think about that. From January 6th till now, February 6th, March 6th, April 6th, May 6th, June 6th, five months and two weeks later about, almost three weeks later, so almost six months later, first punishment in the Capitol riot for a misdemeanor involves no prison time. So all they've got, the first person six months later, somebody that committed a misdemeanor, with no prison time? Let me tell you more about this person. I'll do it in seconds on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Authorities in South Florida are responding early Thursday to a potential building collapse. Authorities from the Miami Beach Fire Rescue said more than 80 rescue units were at the location, including technical rescue teams, along with assistance from municipal fire departments. President Biden will meet with a bipartisan group of U.S. Senators on Thursday to discuss their proposed framework for an infrastructure bill. The talks will focus on a $1.2 trillion eight-year spending plan. The Supreme Court of the United States on Wednesday ruled against the California Agricultural Labor Relations Act of the 1960s. That was the one that granted union organizers limited temporary access to agricultural workplaces to speak with laborers. The high court said the law violates the Fifth Amendment, which bars the taking of private property for public use without just compensation. The court's 6-3 to decision was used in the Cedar Point Nursery versus Hasid case. USA Radio News. All right, we have goat yoga lattes coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go away? At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Vice President Kamala Harris is heading to the U.S.-Mexico border this week. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau explains. The White House announces Vice President Kamala Harris is heading to El Paso, Texas, along the U.S.-Mexico border this Friday, along with the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. But Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz points out on Fox News that the Vice President isn't going where most of the border crossings occur. She's going where the, where the height of the problem isn't. Let me tell you what Kamala needs to do. Kamala, you need to go to the Rio Grande Valley. Kamala, you need to go to McAllen. Kamala, you need to go to the Donna Tent Facility, which is the tent city your administration has built that is massively over capacity, that has kids in cages. U.S. District Judge Marcia Morales in Florida cited racial discrimination in a ruling that stopped the loan forgiveness program aimed at farmers' skin color. It was a part of the Biden administration's COVID-19 relief package. USA Radio News. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman breaking down the news the networks refused to use just for you, baby. First punishment in a Capitol riot. So six months later, they got the first person only on a misdemeanor. Anna Morgan Lloyd is her name. She's 49 years old, 49-year-old lady from Indiana. Involves no prison time, ladies and gentlemen. She said that she realized that she and others who breached the Capitol may have helped encourage the violence by other Trump supporters. That's a lie that she's admitted to as well. She's the first person to be sentenced in the connection with the riots, they say, at the Capitol. A 49-year-old woman from Indiana will serve no time in prison, listen carefully, after reaching an agreement 
with the government. So they literally intimidated her into agreeing to this. As she pled guilty on Wednesday to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge. She didn't commit any violence, by the way, either. They say at an unusual hearing where she admitted guilt and was immediately sentenced by a judge. The woman, Anna Morgan Lloyd, expressed remorse for her role in the attack of the January 6th event. She apologized to the court. See, she's getting advice from some whacked out, sell us out attorney. She says she's sorry about that. She's sorry for her actions against the Capitol, her family, and the American people, saying that it was wrong to have entered the Capitol, even though she hurt no one, broke nothing, and was inside for only about 10 minutes. Now, just so you know, your president, Joe Biden, did the same thing as Anna. He admitted to it. I've got the soundbite. Miss Morgan Lloyd said that she had gone to Washington to hear former President Donald Trump speak and was ashamed that it became a savage display of violence. I would have never have been there if I would have known it had turned out that way. She added, well, of course, none of them would have. There might have been some provocateurs there, but none of the rest of us would have done that. That's the whole point. At the hearing, the presiding judge Royce C. Lambert made scathing remarks from the bench, attacking the handful of Republican politicians who had labeled the assault on the Capitol the work of mere tourists, calling that position nothing but nonsense. I don't know what planet they're on, Judge Lambert said. Well, Judge Lambert Maybe you ought to acknowledge the truth. Why should this lady plead guilty to violence when she committed none? Or to somehow helping, encouraging those who committed violence. She didn't help or encourage any violence. Millions of people saw January 6th. Miss Morgan will experience, I guess. Her life or her her light penalty is three years of probation. There you have it. Wow, think about that. Now listen carefully to this. Not only was it the first punishment handed down against the nearly five hundred people charged in the event, but they say it's also likely going to be serving as a bellwether for scores of other people they say rioters but that's unfair of people who peacefully assembled and who committed no violence on january the 6th and were accused of only minor crimes now how many of these people understood that even entering the capital was a crime under the terms of her deal with the government 
Ms. Morgan Lloyd also agreed to pay restitution of $500 for her small part to defray the estimated $1.5 million in damages. Right? Two other Capitol Hill defendants also pled guilty on that day in separate hearings. Now, they say these guys said fight for Trump. And they want you to believe somehow that saying fight for Trump is a bad thing to say. That that means, you know, violent words or actions. That's a lie. Ladies and gentlemen, ICE... Let them in. Right? She was not violent. She went into the Capitol briefly. She allowed prosecutors to question her. See, they're setting the stage for everybody to cop plea deals and make this a big old safe face for their dishonesty here. Because she said she was ashamed for her behavior. And suggesting that her peaceful part in the breach encouraged and allowed others to do worse. She said, if me and all the other people who weren't violent, if we weren't there, many of the people who did commit violence would have lost their nerve. And let me say it again, a different way to be honest with you, Miss Lloyd. I think you're absolutely deceived. And you're being used as a pawn against your own countrymen. And it's a sad shame indeed. Let me say it differently to you, Miss Lloyd, for a, a, an appropriate understanding, okay? If the provocateurs weren't there, then peaceful intentions like your own would not have been perverted and used against you. Do you understand what I'm saying to you, ma'am? She was ashamed of her behavior. She said that a relatively peaceful part in the scenario encouraged others to do worse. At first, it didn't dawn on me, but even though I wasn't violent, you know what? The others might have not had the courage to do it if we weren't there. Let's t- turn the tables. Let's say it again the other way. If you didn't have intentional provocateurs intending to ruin your true intentions, we would have had a peaceful event. And you wouldn't be on charges, pleading guilty, playing games with your government, and betraying your countrymen. People of all colors should feel as safe as I do to walk down the street the long-time Democrat who supported Mr. Trump. That's an interesting twist, isn't it? Went to Washington on January the 6th. And I guess she went with a friend of hers that's a salon owner called the Hothead Salon. Isn't it interesting? The Hothead Salon, salon owner went with this lady who's a Democrat. So you got a Hothead Salon owner. You got a Democrat all supposedly for Trump, the violence and everything goes down. Now they say it's us that kind of spawned the violence and we're pleading guilty. Do you think that's a genuine first punishment in the Capitol riot for a misdemeanor? She committed no violence, did nothing really wrong, but yet out of the 500 she's first. Six months later, turns out to be a Democrat and an owner of Hothead Salon. They say the two were among some of the first to enter the Capitol. But they did. Little more than walk down a hallway. Wow. 
And then they left. One day after the attack, she says it was a day I'll remember forever. She tagged in a photo that she posted online. Miss Morgan said that was the most exciting day of my life. That's what they said right after this. Miss, and how do you say this lady's name? Busy? B-I-S-S-E-Y, Miss Busy? Also was arrested and faces similar charges. She has not yet pled guilty, but the judge in her case suggested that a plea might be forthcoming. Wow. Do you trust your government? Other Capitol Hill defendants have pleaded guilty to relatively minor charges. So think about this. This whole story is about nothing but minor charges against these people, questionable charges. There's a Florida crane operator and a married couple from Virginia that were there. Prosecutors in those cases have recommended sentences of up to six months in prison. No one facing more serious charges so far has pled guilty of assaulting police officers at the Capitol. Isn't that telling? Although prosecutors have said in recent court hearings that they have opened plea negotiations with several assault defendants. Just negotiations, huh? What dishonest pressure will the government put on them, I ask? Quick pause on your radio. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. 
Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So they wanted you to believe it was a hardcore insurrection. Oh, yeah, man, it was a planned event. Trump supporters, violent, crazy, led by the Donald himself, insurrectionists, trying to overthrow the government. Six months later, six months later, you still have Antifa and the Proud Boys clashing with violence in Seattle. Entire Portland Police Rapid Response Group resigns, and they hand down the first punishment of the Capitol riot. It's a misdemeanor. To a, a lady that's 49, Anna Morgan Lloyd, involves no prison time. Does that make you feel like they are really got something going on here? They go on and they say, we're setting the stage for plea deals everywhere. Now, i got to ask you some questions. Why does the government want plea deals? Why don't they just prosecute to the fullest extent of the law? Because they know that the only way to really make gains on this and keep it covered up is to do plea deals left and right. 500 people uh, facing some kind of a plea deal or go to trial. I hope somebody has the guts to go to trial and drag out the real facts in this case. Why did the government shoot the veteran female? Yeah, uh, who let these people in? There's videos showing people letting the protesters in. We find out the first two people to have prosecutions, one already pled guilty, the other one working on it, one of them was a Democrat. The other one runs Hothead Salon. You think Hothead Salon owner might roll over there and be a hothead? Uh, you think the poor lady that went there and committed no violence and did nothing wrong, just peacefully walked into the Capitol, walked around for a few minutes and left, said it was the greatest day of my life to try to stand for Donald Trump in peace? Well, she's a Democrat. You think Hothead Salon owner and Democrat woman that's supposed to be for Donald Trump, is that the kind of hardcore extreme right-wing backers of an insurrection? Is that... The real narrative there, right? See, we're finding out the truth. So the first person to get nailed was the Democrat that committed no violence. Isn't that interesting? Oh, don't worry. She was for Trump, Democrat. Uh Uh-huh. How do we know she was genuinely for Trump? Democrats for Trump. Is that a thing lately? Democrats for the Donald. Democrats who have buddies that run salons called Hothead Salon. Is that the narrative of who you believe the crazy, whacked-out, extreme Trump supporters are? Uh Uh-huh. Now, Donald Trump, the lead insurrectionist, supposedly. Are there any charges against President Trump? Are there any? Mm, Interesting. What gives on this narrative, on this whole thing? They're lying to us, folks. And the reason they want all these plea deals is because they don't want to go to court all the way to the mat. Because they're afraid too many details will come out about the real provocateurs, the real people who tried to run this off the rails, the real deep swamp insurrectionists that wanted to make sure Congress didn't have the chance to dig into election fraud. That's what this is about. Nobody can tell me different. If you don't believe me, why don't we then dig into vote fraud? Why don't we come back and let Congress reinvestigate the vote fraud allegations? That's what was at stake. That's why people went to the Capitol. They wanted to peacefully hear President Trump speak, and then they want to go to the Capitol and let the congressmen and senators know, when you go to this vote, please vote to investigate this vote fraud because we believe it's serious and real, and the courts aren't dealing with it, and we would like you, Congress, to please uh, get to the bottom of this for us. You represent us, remember? And that went all off the rails. Then there wasn't an honest, fair vote about digging into that at all. It was shanghaied by the dishonest, false flag narrative of the Capitol riots. That's what. 
But think about this. The first punishment is a lady that got a misdemeanor. No prison time at all. But she's a Democrat. And her, her best friend that went with her owned Hothead Salon. Wow. All right. On the climate change discussion, because they're fixing to start using climate change in place of COVID to control your life. COVID's an old, worn-out tale that Americans are not falling for anymore. They're going, we've been locked down way too long over this. And we're not going to stay locked down over it. We're going to go back to normal life. You've destroyed our careers. Anthony Fauci has lost credibility until the cows come home. He should be arrested as a criminal and tried for his crimes. Along with China and everybody else involved in the false flag COVID scandal, the cocoa scam, right? Uh, But all I'm telling you is that now they're going to use climate change at the center of that. Here's a headline to ratchet up the rhetoric on this. You ready? Headline, Seattle will be hotter than Miami. Doyle Rice, USA Today, writes the piece. Isn't that interesting? Hotter than Miami, man. Now, it's probably factually true. The part that's not factual is how they go about. Um, it's how they go about it and how they spin it. Okay, I believe that God is punishing us with a drought eventually probably a famine because we're turning against God. They want you to believe, though, that because you drive a car and you breathe and that you eat meat or whatever you do, that you're the cause of the global, um, you know, climate change scenario. They say normally mild Pacific Northwest is facing a potentially historic breaking heat wave. They say this weekend temperatures will be near or... uh, over 100 degrees, 107, that kind of stuff. In cities such as Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington. That's hotter than Miami, ladies and gentlemen, they claim. They say we're going to be looking at all-time record highs in some spots. It'll be in the neighborhood of 96-plus degrees, which will easily surpass records. An excessive heat watch has been placed into effect, right? Wow, that's interesting, an excessive heat watch. Now, I agree it is heating up, folks. Extreme heat will significantly increase illness, they say. Now, listen. Climate change, they say, is loading the weather dice against us. Catherine Aho, a climate researcher and a chief scientist, told CNN. We always have a chance of extreme heat, especially in the summer, but with global warming, it's getting more intense. So they want you to believe that climate change is loading the dice against us. Now, folks, I don't accept that narrative, do you? They make it seem like it's just this gambling thing. Well, God, by golly, we rolled the dice and got screwed. Holy crap, we rolled the dice and climate change just took us out. You got a one instead of a six when you rolled the dice. Oh, sorry for you. <laughs> okay, this is bogus. It isn't a rolling the dice discussion. God Almighty is the ultimate weatherman. Kirk Crosby is well known for pointing this out and good on him for it. Uh, God Almighty is the ultimate weatherman, and he's creating a drought. He's creating heat. He's creating... For us to be turned to our God in remembrance of the commandments that he has given us. 
ladies and gentlemen. Let's be very clear about that. Very clear indeed. And this idea that, oh, it's just climate change rolling the dice against us, by golly, it's just a gambling thing, is bogus. Are, things, are there things we can do to protect ourselves? God promises us that he will heal our land and protect us. Wow. Anyway, I wanted to bring that to your attention before the end of the hour. I also want to bring this to your attention. You know, you got the plea deal folks in the riots. I believe a dishonest narrative where the government's trying to scare everybody into plea deals because they don't want to go to the real trial and focus on the real truth. And let me tell you the real truth that we know. Senate report now finds widespread intelligence failures before the January 6th riot. A 127-page joint report is the most comprehensive and detailed account to date on the intelligence, communications, and policing failures around the Capitol riot. Top federal intelligence agencies failed to adequately warn law enforcement officials before the January 6th riots. They say that pro-Trump extremists were threatening violence. That's right. I believe extremists were, but some of them were pro-Trump, some of them were not. Just like the riots in Seattle, where now the Associated Press admits there's bad guys on both sides. They say they wanted to infiltrate the tunnel system and bring guns, as according to a new report by two Senate committees that outlines large-scale failures that contributed to the deadly assaults. There was an FBI memo provided on January 5th warning of people traveling to Washington, but it never made its way to top law enforcement officials. See, we got to really dig into that why. Why on earth would somebody not have respect enough for the FBI to report those details? The Capitol Police failed to widely circulate information. Its own intelligence unit knew back in December about the violence, got an update about that from the FBI and ignored them both, including a report that specifically said... Right-wing extremist groups in support of President Trump have been posting online and in far-right chat groups about gathering at the Capitol, armed with weapons to pressure lawmakers to overturn his election loss. Now, that's the lie. They say if they don't show up, we enter the Capitol as the Third Continental Congress, they claim. They say some were even encouraging violence in their posts. Now, the bottom line is the Senate breaks this down. Now, what's interesting about this is they admit that they blew it, that law enforcement did not do its due dilly. They blatantly admit that, folks. Think about that for a minute. On one hand, they're getting people to cop please, people who didn't commit any violence, didn't do really anything wrong. They're accountable. But the government, the Senate report finds widespread intelligence failures before January 6th. Right? 
What gives? And the answer is that they're trying to basically literally hang this noose around, in my opinion, people with peaceful intent. Okay? It's wrong. It's dishonest. Copping everybody for a plea so that you don't have to go really expose the details about these intelligence failures. Who committed the intelligence failures? I want to know by name. And why did they do it? Oh, incompetent, Sam, don't you know? I don't buy that. Okay, I don't buy that at all. I don't accept that. I don't believe that it was just by accident. Okay, I don't buy that or believe that at all. But if everybody cops a plea, we may never get to the bottom of that, right? Which is exactly what they want. Right? Who did this? Who created the intelligence failures and gaps on this? Because they have culpability and responsibility, but no one seems to be wanting to get to the bottom of that. All right, two hours in the can. Thanks for being alongside with the ride. Hopefully, it's been an educational and entertaining couple of hours. Our prayers were with Ammon Bundy running for government. Boy, how did we got to get rid of corruption in government? I'll tell you that right now. Wow, so much news the networks refuse to use. So little time. Thank you for all that you do, my fellow Americans. Without you, we wouldn't be here. Please donate liberty, liberally to libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. We the people can restore our grand old republic, but we need more involved. We need educated, involved Americans that are wise as serpents, harmless as doves, and want to restore the country peacefully. God save the republic. <laughs>